The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? Ready. Well, tonight, I have one of my good friends in the studio, Manifest, Chris Manifest, the artist. So... Look at man, let's just get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, man. I'm so pumped to see you, dude, because you're my homie. I can't believe I'm like across. Is did I wake up and I'm back in California? And you know, don't let me leave, dude. Isn't this crazy? It's so funny because I just drove up here. You know, I just ran in the studio, and then we didn't get a chance to even catch up. So we're gonna just do it catch right. Catch up now. live. We're we're gonna catch up live. So look, dude, we have we have we have a lot to talk about. But first of all. What part of Canada are you in? Are you in Toronto? Uh, yeah, just outside of Toronto, a little suburb called Pickering. So is it just like lockdown right now? Yeah, it's, it's crazy lockdown. Like I, I came here and I went to Sprouts and I had a mask on and I noticed people weren't wearing masks. And, in Orange County? In Orange County. Yeah. And I got back to my buddy's house. I was like, he's like, I was like dude, I wore, wore a mask. He's like, dude, you don't have to wear a mask down here. And so it's been over a week and a half. I haven't had a mask in the car and it's like just unbelievable like just freedom dude and just getting out and like because i've just been locked down man like there's times i was like writing in my car when we had like a stay-at-home order and i thought i'd instead of getting pulled over for skateboarding i thought i'd get pulled over for writing songs about jesus in my car so (laughs) you got so they when they locked you down you weren't even allowed to drive unless it was like to go get groceries and stuff really yeah and when was that the first lockdown or second i don't even know how many lockdowns there's been too many i don't even know really so you guys have done more than two i think so Wow. There's too many, you know, and I'm, I'm thankful I get to like work from home and write songs and, yeah, yeah. you know, live stream videos and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, we've been, we haven't been like affected as much as other people. Right. Um, right. So very thankful to, for well, that. Well, it's, it's so interesting when this all first started with, with the, with the pandemic and everything, everyone got locked down. And what I realized for me is I produced more than I ever have yeah. because I'm not touring and traveling. Mm-hmm. We're, we're at home. So then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, you shift gears. That's when I wrote the book was yeah. right in the middle of the pandemic. Like in the middle, one of the middle chapters, I'm like, okay, so the whole world just got shut down. Yeah. All the daily papers gone yeah, ammo. Yeah. And, um, but what I was saying though, is that during this time for artists like you, cause you're a musician and you have your own podcast and radio show now, right? I, I did. You did. I, I, I chilled out on it for a while, dude. I just like, I like loved talking and this yeah. stuff. I didn't like picking out the music and stuff. Oh, because it was music so, based too. Because it was music based, so I gotta just get like probably get like somebody to just pick out that stuff. Because I just want to like talk and inspire. Like something I don't like. No, it's just to- time consuming, right? Like, I know, I know. It's easier song, just to right? go for it, just to get yeah. cool guests and, and have conversations. Yeah. But still, want to just put out content and music. And well, during this time, I was thinking. You know, I was saying. You know. When everyone's locked down, what's going to happen with artists and the creative, yeah. you know, any kind of art or whatever, they're all stuck at home. And yeah. if you really don't waste your time and you get busy, there's going to be some serious amount of music, serious yeah. amount of art in all, all levels coming out. And yeah. that's basically what happened. You start hearing all of this new music. Um, Dude, totally, man. It's it, like, don't let a, you know, a crisis go to waste in some aspects. Like, take yeah. that time and yeah. get to work. Like, you created. Like, create. Get mm-hmm. out there. Be a voice. And, like, a lot of people have, have pivoted. You know, and some relationships I know, marriages actually got stronger. I know that's not always the case, but yeah. you know, forced to hang out and talk to each other, and you just Dang it, no positive thing. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, no, it's true. So, what were some of the pivots like, just with with you? I know you have a new book that we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Yeah, about it's about financing, right? Yeah, it's just about getting out of debt, you know, and just finding yeah. your dream and just focus on your dream more than you know having to focus on paying the bills, right? So, balling on the budget's out of the question. 
Uh, oh no, actually that's good. That's balling good. on a budget. Like yeah. yeah, I like that. That's dope. One of, Tony Tave, the skater. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He he uh his email he emailed me when he was young and it said his he was balling on a budget at AOL, you know, AOL yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that name is just amazing. So I've been using it ever since. Balling on a budget because you're always in budget, but you just got to ball as much as you can. Yeah, man, right? you just got to you got to watch things, right? But like we were just like I was telling Lucas before this, like before the pandemic, I decided to take a year off of touring. Like I just wanted to be home. I had my daughter; she's seven now, and awesome. Just wanted to be just you know again just focus. And I didn't know that it was going to get be an extended uh, tour break. So we're just praying about how to get back into it and get on the road and i'm stoked to play some shows man are you touring right now no no I'm you just, haven't done any tours yet i haven't played a show in over a year and a half i did like maybe one small thing like a speaking thing some interviews and stuff yeah but cranking out a lot more music that's why i'm down here yeah so uh, working on a new record so what are you what are you working on and who are you working with i'm working with joe rickard right now he's producing it and um trevor's helping me write some stuff from tfk oh, and cool. uh, jr is laying down uh guitars right now nice. and uh the tech from uh, breaking benjamin they're, they're i'm going down there right after this actually to go is that in uh, orange county the, the they're in uh more oceanside area Ocean, okay yeah nice, so nice. we're gonna go down there so yeah i've been watching i've just it's been cool to see jr just really even develop even more he's singing dude, on the head's new album um dude, he's so it. talented man he might do some uh vocals uh as well like just some like bgvs and stuff like that but uh dude they're sending me stuff of the tones and stuff they're getting like i'm I'm stoked, man. And then TFK, yeah. Trevor, we've been trying to get him on this radio show forever. Yeah. Me and him always constantly texting. Yeah, he's and such a good dude, man. I know. I know. I can't wait for a conversation. I think yeah. he's working on some projects first. I think that was the yeah. last conversation. He's like, he wanted to get whatever he's working on done yep. and then you know get on the show. Oh, yeah. And, when he and, gets his record done, and yeah. uh, he'll probably be, he'll be ready he'll to be ready, yeah. rock it. Yeah. Dude, so how's how's the how's the wife and kids? Is she is she a stay at home mom or is she working? Because I know she she was working doing some creative stuff too. Yeah, she's always doing graphic design. Yeah, she's doing a lot of book covers, album covers, logo no design, way. and stuff. Awesome. And like, she's really using like that Upwork platform mm-hmm. and stuff a lot lately, and just finding like clients all over the world, which is cool. And yeah, she designs a, actually a liquor magazine out here in Cali. Actually, like make she's the, had make for the years, butter, make the chatter, you know. But uh, you know, we work from home again. Like we're we're blessed, man. Like to be able to do that because you know a lot of people like are getting affected by a lot of stuff right so right right so um i'm sorry i'm gonna go back to your tour so are you guys working on tour dates or like what's what's the uh state of like with all the covid restrictions and just like new mandates and stuff like is there an area for for touring right now or do you feel like everything's kind of coming to a hold during like the winter months I don't even know, man. Honestly, like I got offers, like we got offered for like a UK tour and uh, got, I don't know what the deal is with Canada, if you have to be vaxxed or not. Mm. And I I don't even honestly know in certain states in the US. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I don't know what direction we're going with this, but I'm not vaxxed yet. We're just holding off. You know what I mean? It's a personal decision. Just waiting. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the first in line for anything. I'm not a guinea Um, pig. You know? Yeah. I just just want to wait. You know what I mean? You know, I I used to work in the computer industry. And one thing I know is with service packs, I never get it right. There's always an update, right? You know this, you know, it's funny is uh, I just saw it read in the news last night. Uh, I think it's Harvard, Harvard. I think it was o- almost over. It's ninety something, like almost the whole school's vax. It's like ninety in the high nineties is vax, and they just had to shut down the campus to go into online learning. Yeah, dude. People that still get like have been vaxxed are getting it. Like yeah. my wife just got it. My daughter got it, mm-hmm. and I didn't get it. You know what I mean? And you guys are all in the same house. All in the same house, dude. Just you know, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So wait, were you? So so you guys were by each other. 
Yeah, I, mean, I chose to like, because like normally when she'd get sick, I'd still sleep in the same bed. Yeah. But I just thought with this COVID thing and I had this trip coming up, like, yeah. dude, California, okay? I want to yeah. surf, I want to skate, yeah, I yeah. want to do music. I'm not risking it. So yeah. I slept in my daughter's yeah. room. Yeah. That's what and I did. And I ended up not getting it, pounded the zinc and vitamins. And we, we like green smoothie it all the time. I've been yeah. Vitamixing it for a while, right? Yep. So, you know, yep. my, my immune system is my mask, right? Exactly. So why not just yeah. take care of my body instead of just doing the, the easy the easy stuff? I, I had the same scenario. I caught it up in our last tour um, in Idaho Falls. Was, you got it on the road. I got it. Dude, after all the road of me going everywhere and being with people like... It's because you were tired, though. It's probably because you were probably weren't getting that much sleep. Your your body's run down. You're talking. and Well, I, I mean, we did. We did like five events in like like three days and like it was all like church yeah, services so there was like we were in front so of your body's like run down man like yeah. we were on tour I'd always not always get sick but it was w- way easier to get sick and I think it's because we're up late you know yeah, up of course, early of driving yeah and you're just your body just wears down and you, you're easier you but, but stuff, this right? is what's interesting is because I do all the vitamins and everything as well and I was on all of all the vitamins but check this out when I got it I didn't lose my taste I didn't lose my smell I only got lower back pain like I had tight muscles in my back like I feel like I've been trying to do backside 180s up a gap for like three yeah. hours I was just sore so I'd have yeah. to like stretch which I already stretch every morning anyway because you know I'm a skater so that's yeah, an yeah. old yeah. Um, and then I, I my headache was about one percent like I was like is that a headache or like what is that so I didn't have to take Advil or anything for that and then um, I didn't have a fever ever really I basically ate Did vitamins you test positive for it I test positive I ate vitamins every day I was still able to eat I was that's working awesome. like all day I just was isolated in my room started reading a book and then the only effects that I had though is um, the last like Four, it was like four, the last four days, I believe, or last five days, I got all this confusion, like day like whatever, like uh, 11 to 15 or whatever it was. I got confusion where the fact where I couldn't hold sentences, I wasn't like totally confused running around like stupid, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I just didn't have the ability to hold on to conversations too long where I, I didn't do any radio shows for like that week yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, those couple weeks and then, um, or do any teaching or anything. I had to cancel one speaking engagement, um, because I couldn't hold my thoughts. But then all of a sudden, like, cause Sean McKeon got it too. And he told me, Oh, just watch day 15. It'll lift. Day 15 came around or day 18, whatever it was. Yeah. Dude, I was like on point. I packed my family up and we, we went to Idaho on a, on a family trip. So awesome. And I say all this to say this, just like what you're saying. Yeah. We, we're skaters. We're healthy. We're skating. We're active. You're surfing. Yeah. You, 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 we're, we're healthy. We're, our body's in motion. We're eating vitamins. We're eating well for, for the most part. You know, yeah, I, mean? I get yeah, my yeah. in and out burger on, yeah. but, uh, but we eat well. We're healthy and, and we're on vitamins. So when we got it, it didn't hit. It didn't hit as hard. It didn't hit well, yeah, hard. it's because it's, 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 you know, they said from stats is it's people that are, you know, already have conditions yep. or smoking or, you know, other other things going on and it just inflames it and takes it to the next level. So it's absolutely, like, yeah, absolutely. you're healthy, man. Like, you know, not saying that it can't still whatever, because yeah. my wife got some gnarly headaches and fevers and stuff. It just hits people differently too, right? It it hits everyone. Honestly, it hits everyone different. My mom has, has stage four cancer or five cancer and she got oh, COVID. She got COVID and, and she like made it through. She's like, oh. I just felt a little tired and she was like bored in the hospital, but wow, man. it hits people. I was like, she's gone. Yeah. Right. But anyway, it all hits people different. So Crazy. 
So what? So I got okay. So I have a question. So how did the? Uh, so how did this whole COVID thing uh, affect you? Like, what were some? Like, what were some learning lessons? What's some life stuff that you could share with the listening audience of like how you grew in a sense uh, in this in this time? Well, you know. Time is freedom is important and how you use your time, right? Right. And time management, right? You can right? get bitter, you can get better, you can go on social media and get angry and like I might I know we both don't agree with a lot of things that are happening in the world, I'm sure, right? Yeah. And you can choose to get like really angry and frustrated and just keep scrolling and get upset or you can write a book or you can you can get to work and, and plug into God and say, Okay, God, what is my message right now and, and help people and, and love people, you know? And I'll be honest, it's kinda lonely. It's been lonely being in Canada with COVID and everything, just because I already work from home and, you know, I'm not touring or whatnot, so there's not a lot of like connection with people and so it's like staying busy and just knowing what I'm called to do and, and just staying on that and having my goals, having my dreams and just, you know, focusing, getting stuff done as opposed to just getting bitter. Like right now, we might not be able to go to the gym when I get back because I, I kickbox and um, oh, do Muay Thai stuff three times a week. Sick. And they just put a mandate on that so that, you know, unless you have your vaccine passport. And um, so I don't, I'm not sure what's going to go on there, but it's like all of a sudden my, my, my freedoms are getting taken away from me yeah. and like not even be able to go to church and stuff. Right. So yep. we had to do church online and I honestly don't want to grow up. I don't want my daughter to grow up not going to church and not having that worship experience. Like she yeah. goes to a Christian school, but I don't I'm not expecting them to, you know, yeah. grow like teach my daughter yeah. everything about God and stuff. Yeah. Like I want her to have a, a worship experience, raising her hands. Cause a lot of stuff for me and, and my wife was at like a Bible camp and worshiping God and, and having that personal church, experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important. So we're, we're trying to navigate that still right now. And it's like, what does this look like? And also what is our breaking point to, to moving to a land that is honestly more free and, you mm-hmm. know, like Canada is not a Christian nation like America mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's really praying through all these things but just keeping the joy through it man and and, and helping people like it's true proverbs says he who refreshes others will be refreshed himself himself. like you probably get pumped up after doing these shows i'm probably going to get pumped up because we're we're we're, we're putting sharpening iron but we're also putting a message of hope out there for people right and so through all that like just trying to give trying to look at you know, because there's other people going through crazier stuff, as you know. You don't have to look far off the side of the tracks to find someone doing not as good as you and has has bigger problems that you would uh, gladly uh, not so, want, right? So something that you said I want to kind of jump back to is you were talking about, you know, during this time when you're scrolling through everything, it's it's hard it's time management and how you're going to use your time. Are you going to get angry and start going off on, on things of, of the world? Um how? But you said instead to use this time to to minister. I forget the exact word. You said something like minister to them or encourage them. Or yeah, um, how do you? What's the best way to encourage people during these times, but also be relevant on the signs of the times? Because we're Bible we're Bible believing Christians from Genesis yeah. to Revelations, and yeah. we know that you know these are all these are all the birth pains that Jesus would talk about. And met. Was it Matthew 13, I think, you know, end time stuff. And, you know, just these are the birth pains that are that are all ramping up. I'm not saying that, you know, I don't know when Jesus is coming, but we're definitely the sides of the times. It's it's very getting very interesting and how fast everything's going. So it could get frustrating, scary, nervous, anxiety, fear, everything. Right. Um, And we know the scripture says 
love casts out all fear. So when we have a relationship with God and we're plugged into God and we're reading his word, the scriptures, the messages, the Bible studies, it encourages us and brings calmness during these times because it is crazy times. But how do you think it's what's a good way to encourage people through social media and messaging so you're not over the top of like it's the end of the world yeah, you know yeah, and not like yeah. scaring people but yeah. yet yeah. you know like I posted a, a here's a better example like I got a post today or on one of my social medias where I was kind of talking about things that are just going on it's just like an uh, uh, you know signs of the times of what's going on but uh, one guy basically which says um, you know be careful because this could, uh, you know, this could make people live in fear. But then I'm like, I'm a watchman, right. and I also want to let people know what's going on. But yeah, not you can't put your me. you can't put your head in the sand, right? Right, like, exactly. And, and this thing, like, dude, I'm sure your your dad and other pastors for years have been saying it's the end times. Like, there was gnarly stuff going on totally. back in the day that seemed super gnarly to them. Right now, it's seeming really gnarly to us. And I do believe, like, it's moving faster, and there's just it's. The, the gnarliness is like even higher, right? And so I think people are looking for leaders like you and, and pastors to to talk about these things and not shy away from it because they're they're looking for hope, they're looking for something, um, and they need someone to lead. But like you're not sticking your head in your stand. We're we're we're, we're here right now. We're trying to like say yes, it's the end times right now, mm-hmm. but still live. Yeah. You know, faith is an action word, right? Like there's still works to be done. Like yep. keep helping people, keep doing your thing. And like, can't just, it, like it's easy to just get paralyzed by fear and do nothing. It's okay. It's the end times, and like, you know, buckle in. And I, I've learned, man, to not make decisions based on fear. Make up, yeah. make them based on faith. Because I've I've made decisions based on fear and pulled back, and I've always regretted those. Always, as opposed to making a decision on on hope and like, you know, faith believes in in the impossible, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, don't dial back your dreams for your family, for your business, for your health and all these personal things like keep stretching right like let's keep taking ground even during th- th- these tough times right as opposed to to pulling back like like i, I see you like you're not dialing back you're releasing books like we're mm-hmm. taking doing tours and stuff Moving and forward, yeah. finding things you could do and that's easier said than done sometimes because sometimes like i don't feel like doing stuff but that's yeah. why i got to be careful you know who I'm following mm-hmm. and and who who's speaking into my life yeah. right yeah. and and how I take it but you're right there's like some people say like the bible even says to fear god but it's like a godly fear yeah. you know and we used to be able to should fear like lions and losing our lives and stuff we don't have those types of fears now now they're you know the news was supposed to inform us now they just want to startle us and have us live in fear so mm-hmm. You know, navigating through that is, I think, our, our hope in Jesus, but not just sitting on the sidelines praying and waiting for God. I think we should get busy and get get get, get to work, right? When, like When I feel fear, like when I'll be praying about something or like God will like put thoughts in my mind or my, you know, pr- these promptings to, to do something, you know, you get fear. In, in, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And the more fear I start getting, the more I know I have to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, why, I'm not a fearful guy. So then I'm like, why am I getting all this fear? Why am I feeling all this fear all of a sudden? Yeah. Just like of like stepping out by faith or whatever. So the more I feel that I'm like, okay, that's the enemy. And this is a work from him. So that means I have to do it. And every time I feel that I just go and do it, even though I don't know, because faith is like believing in the invisible coming to the visible. You know, you don't know. You're believing in something that doesn't exist at the time. Yeah. But 
but you're counting on it happening and then you yeah. do and guess what god shows up yeah so i would inc- want to encourage uh listeners to like when you feel that fear you got to be able to distinguish what's the enemy mm. and and what what is god because if love casts out all fear god is love and he's in you and he works through you and he comes upon you and he fills you and he illuminates your mind and he speaks in through you and and shows you what path to take in the enemy he wants to shut down and stop the work that that god has for you yeah and um and basically you know what, what's what's interesting is even like there's a lot of people that you know they want they want the provision from god right mm-hmm. but what happens is we know that god's omniscient he's in the pre- present the past and the future he's everywhere and god has he has the um we want the provision, but what happens is, is God, he sees in the future and he already has it done. So it's like, it's, it's, it's prevision. Like he has the prevision of what he's going to give you right. and do for you. Um, but what, what you're praying about, but what happens is just like Abraham and Isaac, remember Abraham had to, he had to actually show his actions by faith. He yeah. had to go get his son, go to the top, the very top of the mountain, sharpen the sword, Get ready to offer the sacrifice, hold the, the, the sword up, yeah. and by him stepping out in faith and and not talking about it, I'm going to get the sword. Yeah. I'm going to get the donkey. I'm going to get my son, and I'm going to go, okay, God, you know, g- give me what you said you were going to do. But he right. went through the whole act, Dude. going all the way to the moment, and at that moment, God brought the provision yeah. and brought the sacrifice at that moment and, and, and did what he promised to do. Yeah. And a lot of us, we go through fear, and we want stuff we want God to work in our life, but we never step out by faith and actually go all the way. God's waiting to see action, right? He wants to see faith is dead without deeds, right? So you got to go through the whole process and it could be at the 11th hour, you know, getting ready to pull the sword down on the sun and then boom, the provision shows up and God brings that blessing. And this guy, Abraham, they had no idea what was happening, but God knew the whole time that, that, that sacrifice was coming up around the mountain and it was going to show up right at the 11th hour. And, and that's what I want to encourage people to is don't be scared. If God prompts you to do something, it may sound insane and totally ridiculous, but you know what? God can do the extraordinary in the ordinary realm make the invisible come visible yeah. basically yeah that's 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 what he does man he's the god of the impossible right like mm-hmm. things that you never thought could happen that's what he does in people's lives he's done it in my life in so many different scenarios where i thought it was like hopeless and then the last minute like things change you know like me almost quitting my music career um you know losing weight for me was an impossibility at one time you would be able to tell right now but i was really overweight as a kid and just so many times god showed up at the at the final hour you know he's Mm -hmm. not late right he's never he's never late but you know what's so interesting is like i was talking to my wife the other day and 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 you know, she's like, I'm not getting any answers from God. I don't, you know, we we're kind of trying to make this decision. Yeah. And I'm always, I'm like, I make a joke. Cause I've been, I've been in this faith walk. I've seen so many things happen over the last 13 years. This whole walk has been with faith. Cause after getting saved with them crazy life, I'm like, I don't have nothing to lose. Like whatever, yeah. like what, who cares? Take the risk. Right. Yeah. Just go. But she's like, I, God's not saying anything. I'm like, well, you know, he likes to show up at the 11th hour sometimes. Yeah. Like, like literally. So it's not the 11th hour. So I mean, we, we still have a couple days and, but God was faithful and, and he shows up so you, you learn the character of of, of god uh, when you read the scriptures right when you're going through the bible you could see the character he answers prayers immediately sometimes sometimes yeah. um 
things just aren't lined up yet because God is the divine chess player, right? Sometimes he has to line other pieces in your life before he brings something to pass. It's almost like when you meet, you're waiting for your girlfriend or your, your, or your wife, your future husband or wife. Yeah. And you're like, where is she? Where is she? Or where is he? Where is he? And they don't show up for years because God is working out his plan and his purpose and actually refining them, developing them into that person that they need to be. So when you meet and guess what? He's doing a work on you too. And maybe you're not ready to meet that person. Broken people coming together is not good. You know, you want to get healed and know your calling so you guys can go together and and run that race together. And that's why we got to trust for God to work out his, um, his, his, uh, his refining process and his timing is so crucial. You made me think of something, man. I was actually going to ask you this, like, uh, it's the idea of like, you know, when it's very common in Christian circles to say, oh, I got to pray about that. Yeah. Well, how long do you need to pray about that, bro? Like, are mm-hmm. you using that as an excuse because you just don't want to? Like, are you actually going to pray? Are you actually going to That's an excuse a lot of times. And it's just like... And, I actually say it as a joke to people. Like when, <laughs> yeah. or, or like when someone's like, hey, Ryan, uh, hey, you going to come out here? I'm like, I'm going to pray about it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> just a cop out. So I just like, don't joking, want to do it, dude. Joking. You know? <laughs> joke, I'm, I'm totally joking. Sarcastic. I'll say it to like someone like Sonny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Head. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, no... Uh, I agree with you. So it, give me give me a little bit more background on that. Like well, people just say know, that like, it's like cliche, right? Yeah, it's just kind of cliche. And like I, you know, you're saying God's omnipresent; He's living inside us. And I, I do understand there's things that need to be thought of, but like to the point where you're not moving and you're not doing anything. And it comes back to this idea of like taking action and not living in fear. And like, mm. like. Like you just said, and I don't know what the examples, you probably know them better than me in the Bible, where, yes, yeah, sometimes God answered a prayer right away, but, like, are you keep delaying the inevitable because of a fear, and, and but you're using the, you know, wrapping it with I'm praying about it, as opposed to let's just get this done. God wants you to get it done. And it's kind of like, because there's some things I'm praying about. I don't have all the answers for some stuff, but I'm asking myself, Chris, when are you just going to pull the trigger and get it get it done and, and move forward on the, on this thing? Like, how long do you are you going to pray, pray about it? Like, are you getting the, when do you know when you've got the answer on that specific thing? And so it's kind of like that balance because, you know, a, a big Mack truck is coming down the highway. I'm not going to pray about whether I should move. I'm going to get out of the way, right? And it's just like, there, there's, and obviously some things are more clear, yeah, yeah. but are they more clear because you are plugged into God and it's just like, well, okay, yeah. well, does that line up with the word? It doesn't line up with the word. So I probably shouldn't go. There's some things that are He confirms the word. Okay. So two things. So the, the famous scripture, walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. Walk, walk by faith. Doesn't say sit by faith. That's good. Walk. That's good. The Bible, you just got to take it literally like what That's it good. says. Yeah. Walk by faith. Faith is shown in your footsteps, wherever you're going, whatever you're, you're going to grab a phone call. Yeah. Guess what? Sometimes you got to pick up a phone call. In my book, I talk about even when I got the whole radio show thing, I, I had to call. And when I called, God went before me because he's omniscient, omniscient. And I said a couple things. I had this whole pitch. I didn't even pitch it. They just gave me the green light. Yeah. And the radio shows happen like that. Why? Because I walked like faith. I walked and picked That's up my good. phone and I put my fingers on the button and pushed faith yeah. in action. Yeah. Now, the second thing is, is God a liar? He's got a liar. No. No, right? He, he never lies. He's not, he no. never casts a shifting shadow. That's what James says. He's not a liar. There's no darkness in him at all. So if God has called you and me and listeners... For a plan, if he's prompted or shows you visually in a dream or like a vision or through the scriptures or audibly or however he speaks yeah. to you, giving you a word or whatever, if he has 
told you what he's going to do with you, like some plans, like, you know, maybe gave you a prophetic word, like you're going to be a musician and, or you're going to be an artist or you're going to give you a doctor or whatever you're going to be or pastor, missionary or whatever. And you're going to go to this land. If he told you that you're going to do that, guess what? You're going to do that. But guess what? It's on your timing yeah. because if you sit on your yeah. butt and you're just praying, 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 and there's faith with faith without action, God will wait for you until you're ready. And there's tests that he puts in front of us that we have to pass the test yeah. because the tests are a development development. The tests are a development faith, uh, faith refining process where he develops you in the scripture he develops you in stepping out in faith he develops you in the gifts so then you're able to go and live that purpose but a lot of people never go get discipled they never learn the word of god they never learn how to pray they never ask for the gifts they never 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 but god has called them to be great but they never advance because they never step out by faith they sit around they talk about they're praying about it and they never do anything and that is the problem we're gonna go to break in a minute but i do want to plug your book yeah man where is it it's called called from red to black they can get it on uh, amazon you can get it off our website manifest.com forward slash from red to black from red to black it's free just cover shipping and handling and we'll ship it out get there and then uh your music uh itunes yeah spotify spotify just manifest m-a-n-a-f-e-s-t yeah man get there you guys know manifest he's been playing for years We've been we've done a lot of stuff with him with the whosoever movement. Manifest is actually one of my good friends, legit friends. That's why I, I was so stoked you're in the studio. Yeah, I'm like, I got my other homie. I want you to meet after Zayo, Damien. He's a skater. He has a sick mini ramp. Oh, cool. Man. I think it was like it was. I think it was at Vans or something. But he built it in his backyard. Yeah. He, you got you got to meet him, man. And I'm gonna connect you with him. But hey, we'll be back right after the break. We love you guys. Peace. More of the Ryan Reese Show coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Now back, back to the Ryan Reese Show. All right, it's going down. The first half has been fire, only due to Manifest being in studio, dropping it. Fire style, man. But hey, this last half... Let's uh let's talk about the book. I'm actually very curious. Yeah. About it's about finance. Yeah. And it's a this is a thing. This is a thing because especially with uh the pulse of what's going on in the world, we got inflation going on. Yeah. You know, lack of food. I mean, there's rents going up, uh, uh properties going up, uh interest rates just went up. Um stuff's not going up. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's real, man. And like I didn't grow up with like a golden spoon or silver spoon. You know, I lost my dad to suicide when I was five years old. And we know the school doesn't teach us anything about money or or, or business or or finances or starting a business and just being free, you know. And, you know, I ended up learning from this guy named Peter J. Daniels just about that, you know, you can trade your life for a big dream, a small dream or no dream. And I wanted to trade my life for a big dream. I wanted to be impacted, you know, touring as a as a broke artist and having so many people, you know, put me up and take care of me. A lot of people actually in California and all over the world that, you know, were wealthy and, and they had money so that they could bless me and my wife so we had a place to sleep or to eat. And, you know, I always wanted to be able to give back. And, but I realized that I had to figure out this money thing and like, you know, learn how to get out, out of debt or use money as a tool. And 
one thing that really that I talk about in the book is the idea of like creating assets, right? Like we're all used to going to a job, which stands for just over broke, right? You go to the job, <laughs> you, you plug in, you put in your time, yeah. right? But then you don't get paid when you leave there, right? But you're spending money every single day when every time you turn on the water faucet, every time the, the electric dryer goes in. But we're only taught to make money by, by clocking in. We're not taught to create assets, things that actually like make money, like you created that new book. That's now an asset. It's yes. online. It's an audio. I don't know if you've got the audio book version of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's snippets of it on YouTube. You've got your YouTube channel monetized. You know, maybe you have a course that talks about killing the noise and the whole topic under there. Now you have an online course. And so in the book, I talk about creating online assets and different things. It could be, I talk about real estate, the idea of like, your house is not an asset, man. It costs money to mow the lawn. I got to pay for, in Canada, this guy, weed man, to take care of this house. That, that Sure, it's an investment if it goes up. Is he, is he an actual weed man? Huh? Is he actually no, a weed man? No, it's a company. And they, you know what, dude? We paid for them and there's more weeds than not. I called him. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Um, no, but you got to put money into paint. I mean, after a while, paint fixes, yeah, you know, like, whatever's coming apart. Dude, yeah. like, it's not putting money into my pocket. It's taking money in my pocket. But now if I rent that thing out right. and say the expenses are 1000 but someone's paying me 1500 or, you know, 2000 yeah. then, yeah. okay, i am got the cash flow from that. So it's actually putting money into my pocket. And this is a big thing that we're just not taught about money in school. Dude, when I... Um, left school and got my first computer job. I was getting paid thirteen fifty an hour, Damn. and I was stoked. And uh, I was still living at home. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like I'm working, making all this money, taking my girlfriend out, who's my wife, to like amazing, you know, meals at like McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. We were just eating out a lot, right? And I, I feel like I got all this money. And then at the end of the year, someone tells me I have to file a tax return. I'm like. <laughs> What are you talking about? You're, you're taking my money? Uh-huh. You know, and dude, I would, like, it was a lot of money. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember what it was. Yeah. And no one told me about filing taxes. I wasn't taught any of this stuff in school. They didn't teach me how to buy a car at a discount or, like, negotiate how to buy an automobile. And I talk about all these things in the book, right? Dang, no one, like, hey, sorry, no one teaches this stuff. Credit card. Dude. Checks. I, and none of this stuff. It's not taught. You're absolutely Trigonometry right. Trigonometry and, you know, if, you know, and all those other things, calculus, that's so much more important than yeah. I, cause I've used that so many times yeah. in the last few years of my life. Yeah. Really all that advanced math, you know, really important. But anyways, like, so I had to file taxes. And when I think back to it, like I was in business and I didn't know I could like write off expenses. I didn't know, you know, the, the difference between like, and why I, I believe God wants people to go into business you know, so you can be a leader, be an example, put your faith in action that you're stepping out. Yep. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. in providing jobs for other people, that's a real godly thing to do. And uh, but I didn't realize, like, because I was a contractor, this job I could have had all these expenses I could have written off, and I probably wouldn't have owed barely anything. But we didn't write anything. My girlfriend's dad did my tax return for me back then. Didn't know this stuff, and this is why people perish for a lack of knowledge. But it's out there if you if you if you look for it. Yeah, right? let's 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 talk more about this book. What are some other? This is good. This is good stuff we're talking about here. What what are some other uh, chapters or other things you cover in that book? Um, one of the things I I, I like, and again, it's and com- you can give life you can give life application of some some story that's in the in the uh, the book that you talk about. Like I never got into music to make money, right? Mm-hmm. Like like I, I dude, I was the worst rapper, worst singer. I went in. I wanted to be a pro skater, right? And right. I got hurt skating and led, led to music. And I didn't realize that, you know, 
creating music could actually even be an, an asset. And there's this thing I say, I call it Swiss dollars. It stands for sales while I sleep soundly, right? And so my first taste of that was that I, I wrote a song like 10 years ago or 20 years ago, and that song continues to make money to this day. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I encouraged people like, well, why don't you write a book about something and, and, and teach what you know? And there's this thing that me and my wife taught inside the book was the idea of selling what you know. You know, people are listening to your radio show because you're sharing your information on God. People go to uh, Bible college and different stuff to learn about God. And mm. there's thing people write books about the Bible and Jesus. You're sharing, teaching what you know. And, you know, people will pay you for your knowledge, whether that's on cooking it could be on how to be healthy you know crypto mm-hmm. you know how to make rings graffiti how to learn how to paint graffiti my buddy has a course uh, jeff I, I encouraged him to make a course on teaching people how to write graffiti letters Sick. and so you know total like you know street stuff yeah. And like now he's got a course online that's continuing making him money while he's doing the painting. And the difference between the guy that's just going to the different paintings, he's only getting paid when he's there, while Jeff's painting, his course is also right. teaching others, and he's getting paid for that. And this is where it comes to that time freedom so that you've got money coming in 24-7, yep. even while you're working on not, so that – because, you know, man, I've been in church tons of times where, like, I'm trying to praise God – and I'm thinking about the bills, and I shouldn't be, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to be there, and I want people to be able to have that financial freedom. So yeah. my biggest issue isn't my money. My, my issue is like, you know, how do I get this message out there? Mm-hmm. I can be focusing on my dream and not be crippled by by my by money and finances. Because, mm-hmm. dude, I've been there, man, and it's, it sucks. And it's like, it, you know? The the uh, the assets. It's it's good to build. It's like that one verse, you know, faithfulness, small things. God will do uh, greater things with the bigger things. He'll give you more. And if you're just faithful with what you have, and you look at it like an investment, you're investing, doing these investments, and then you're also praying for the leading, like we talked about at the first half of the show. Um, about God confirming, speaking to you, and he'll have you step out by faith. And so it's not totally risk. There's always risk involved. But if you're hearing from God and he opens the door, I mean, there's that verse, you know, God wants to prosper you. And I'm not saying like he wants to give you Ferraris and Lamborghinis. I mean, you might, I don't know, but that's not the mess. That's not the mess we're trying to say here. But if, if God is blessed, I was thinking about this actually driving up here today. I don't even know why, but I was thinking about, um, Job. Job was a wealthy guy. Yeah. Abraham yeah. was a wealthy guy. King Solomon. Yeah, wealthy guy. He asked for wisdom. He didn't ask for money. He asked for yeah. wisdom. Uh, Lydia, the one that used to do, deal with the, the purple, the, um, the, the Lydia in the, in the book of Acts, the girl, you know, uh, Paul ends up baptizing her down by the river. Um, there, was, there was these wealthy uh, people, so it's, it's, not a, it's, it's not a bad thing, but it's just cool to look at investments and where you can get in and where you can get started, but you can't get in investments unless you learn the basic, uh, you know, the basics about, about finance. And it is a good thing because what you're doing is you're providing uh, assets that your kids will take over yeah. later on. It's, yeah, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's it's biblical. children. It's biblical. All right? Yeah. Like, a good man, you know? And it talks about he who doesn't provide for his family is worse than an infidel. 
So, you know, there's a real connection with, you know, a, a, a obedience before a blessing, right? Mm-hmm. God says, if you do this, I will do this. And a mm-hmm. lot of time he promised, uh, you know, the Jewish people, and we're under that covenant that, you know, if you do this, I will bless you. And a lot of times it was monetary. It's not always that. And I don't want to get into the whole yeah, yeah. prosperity this thing. Is, we're not, it's not about it, that. Obviously, this whole, fast, uh, this whole first show was not about <laughs> – we're just talking about your new book and, yeah, yeah. and, and finances. This is yeah. not a – prosperity uh conference by any means yeah but god you know that verse you know it sounds cliche god wants to bless you no he does and it's not just financially it's it's you might not you might be poor (laughs) but god wants to bless you personally because he knows your heart's desire and he might just bless you with an amazing not just he'll bless you with amazing wife or husband or family or or job or just who knows anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and you're right. It does take risks, man. And I know you got a lot of musicians that, you know, look at stuff and that, that are listening. And I, I think about record labels a lot and it's like, you know, they understand the idea of taking a risk right? and they risk on the artist, mm-hmm. but he who risks the most gets the most reward. Mm-hmm. You know, I challenge a lot of artists or people who want to go into business. It's like, you know, if the artist put all the money into the, the music and made it, again, guess what? If it blows up, they reap the rewards. But right. a lot of times, they don't want artists don't want to take the risk. They don't want to step out in faith. They mm-hmm. say they do, but they don't, and so they sign their rights away to the label, and then it's they're like insurance. They're just, yeah, and they're just a slave to the label, and they wonder why they're struggling. And it's again because you know they're 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 an asset for the label. The label gets it yep. because they've invested in that little artist traveling around the world promoting the the record for themselves and. And it's and it's unfortunately, but I believe you know we want to take these principles back so that we can we can be blessed and, and be in control. You know, yeah. Let's get some more. Uh, we we have another fourteen minutes, so let's let's talk about some more um, uh, stories. Like what's what's a like what's a scenario that happened to you like with you using these principles um, in your life. Well, I, I quit my job, right? Like I talked the beginning of the book talks about how I, I I quit my job. I got signed to a label, right? And I mm-hmm. thought I was going to be like this rap rock star, and with and I when I quit, not only did I lose that income stream, right? And before you, oh, quit, by the way, I just want to yeah. jump in. Don't lose income streams. They, yeah. I think it's I, th- I heard some finance guy talk about you need like seven income streams. Yeah, like mo- the 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 average millionaire billionaire has like multiple income streams mm-hmm. and that's the one of the thing you never want to rely on one right because right. like people will say a job is safe and secure until you know but you're not in control you're not in control of your hours you're not in control of anything you got to show up when the boss says right and so anyways i got signed and i just assumed everything was going to work out and so i quit this job where i'm getting paid weekly and I tried to do it smart, man. Like I tried to go from five days a week and I, I, I took Fridays off so I could play more shows and then I took another day off. They, they actually allowed me to only work three days a week and I still had like benefits, all that stuff. Amazing. But, but of course, that wasn't enough for, for Manifest. I had to be full time uh. and uh, get signed. And so I'm like, okay, I'm quitting my job. And uh, I and I think I bought a car at the same time on a credit line at the same time. So uh, again, you thought you were going like, to be like the uh, the Beastie Boys dude, and, and, and open up for Madonna dude, on accident. Remember? Uh, yeah. Did you see the documentary? <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, you got to see. That's how they yeah, blew yeah, up. That's a good bit. Yeah, that's a good thing, man. But that oh, didn't happen. Bit. No, it didn't. <laughs> Me and Jeff, we were like sleeping in the car. Like our first tour started from Canada. Our first show wasn't in Washington. Like. 
like above, like above Oregon or wherever it is, underneath. Yeah, BC, yeah, because like, you're in Canada. Oh yeah. no, you're on the East Coast. Yeah, dude, that was the first show, and so I signed Toronto like, to to Washington. You couldn't book any shows along the way, like you toured, dude. Like, what were we thinking, right? And so, not sleeping in the, or not getting proper sleep. So I, I went into over thirty thousand dollars in debt in the first six months. Dang. And like, so this music dream was turning into a nightmare. Right. And so I'm away from my wife for a month and a half. So I had the courage to step out. Okay. The, you know, the Bible talks about Joshua: be strong and courageous. Strong and courageous. So I stepped out stupidly, didn't plan. And um, but then it's like, okay, how do you persevere? You know. Proverbs so wait, wait, wait. So you stepped out. So. Because we've been telling people to step out in faith. Yeah. So how do you step, step out in stupidity? Right. So how do you step out without being stupid the proper way? You okay? What I should have done is yeah. I should have stayed at the job longer. Okay. Because I killed the whole income stream just assuming. You know. Yeah. God gives you a dream for a business. That's awesome. Whoever's watching, yes. Okay. But build it, man. Like, bootstrap it a little bit. Like, I know it sucks right now. You're going to your job, but you'd need that money to invest in that until mm-hmm. this one can cover yep. the, the other one, then you leave. You never fully kill an income stream, right? Mm-hmm. Thank God I left on good terms, and when I came back, they gave me some hours and stuff. But, dude, it was it was tough, man. Yeah. I was just playing shows, trying to figure it out, and, and we, thank God we, we finally dug, dug ourselves up. But you never want to kill one income stream before building another, and then you want to have other ones. But, mm-hmm. again, I didn't learn this stuff The goal school. is to keep all of them going, yeah. all the income streams, because yeah. you never know. Some will just... Some could take off over time, yeah. over a couple of years. Might not start off nice, but it could it could crank out a couple of years later. Or one just might be just consistent, you know, like a, a G a month. Yeah. Hey, G a month. That's twelve G's a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you just never know. So it's always good to to keep opportunity open and yeah. not just think like I'm just going this way full board. Because like we all we all as humans, or at least I do, I I have that like you know that that. A, a obsessive personality where I'm like, we're going to tour the United States. I'm like telling Lucas, our, our, our tour manager, book me all across the United States. I'll drive. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like, it's like, yo, chill. Like, work smarter, not yeah. harder. Right? Dude, that, that's it, man. Like, in, in like look- book, book, book like a week, five dates or seven dates in yeah. each state and just spread it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be smart about it. And, and look at your, like, expenses, right? Like, a lot of people don't actually look at what they're spending. Mm-hmm. And you know, P&L, been, profit and loss. Yeah, profit and loss. Like how much are you, is going out? How much is coming in? And yep. it's amazing the things that we'll spend money on that, that's wasteful. And it's just like, and I'm not all the, ide- the, the ideology of, oh, no, you can't enjoy life, no Starbucks, no eating out or whatever. But for a time, like why won't you do what others won't do today so you can have what others can't have tomorrow? including your dream. Like I sacrificed, I did a lot of things that a lot of people wouldn't do that were crazy. Me and my wife, they, we weren't eating out. We weren't doing all the, the, the crazy stuff so that we could, you know, build the business, go after the dream for God and, and, and invest in things. And, and so now we can enjoy some of those other things without having to always think about yeah. it. But it was by like, hey man, we had to cut some things for a while, right? And cut yeah. expenses. Yeah, yeah. No, everything you're saying is is spot on. I, I would agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. My wife has told me, he's like, you know, Hey, let's, let's kick back, you know, eat home. I'm like, no, I like tacos. Yeah. And in and outs right by my house. It's like two yeah, blocks yeah. away. So, you know, yeah. And you want to enjoy stuff, but yeah. it's just like, you know, like if you want to ha- hit certain goals and things, but you go through, you go through times, you yeah. got, you got to go through times. You got to tighten up the budget sometimes to, to, yeah. to, to accomplish 
your goal. Like if you're going to go on a family vacation, you're going to be eating at home for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're traveling with five kids. Dang, dang dude. That's Boy, how many thing. kids? Four. Yeah. Plus me, five. Um, well, that's amazing, man. So what, what else? Uh, so what's, what's another? We have like we, these stories are good. We have another eight minutes. What's another thing? Because, oh, let's point people to the book. Where can they buy this? Yeah, they can, I want to read this book. Dude, I, I think you I sent it to me. Yeah. I have it. Yeah. I need yeah. to read it. I know. I need I, to read yours, too. I was talking about it. I was like, I wonder if either of us have read yeah, the book. Yeah, I know. No, I, I literally, dude, you know what? My wife's going to enjoy this book, too. Yeah, dude. Your book? Yeah, So man. we're going we're gonna to read it. Um, manifest.com forward slash from, from red to black or get the, get, you can get it free on audible. If you get a 30 day thing and have it, just listen to it even, you know, oh, is, is good for people just getting, I listen to things multiple times, man, just to yeah. kind of get it in. And, you know, one thing I talk about in there is like the habits of the rich versus the habits of the poor, you know? And there's just certain, certain habits that, you know, rich people do that you want to emulate. It's kind of like emulating success. Like there's lots of things like I can learn from, from, from you that was successful just by modeling what you're doing and look at an unsuccessful person and just don't do, don't read the books unsuccessful people are, are doing, you know? Um, but as far as like some of the habits of, of, of the rich, we talked about like multiple income streams, you know, waking up early, going to, going to bed early, like really managing their time properly like they put a higher value on their time and one time i said to someone there's a quote in that book like if you don't value your time then don't expect somebody else to you know what i mean if you don't know what you're worth don't expect someone to pay you what you think you're worth mm-hmm. and uh, there was someone that was in a business and I, and I suggested to them i said well how much do you charge and they're like you know kind of floundering where it's just like dude What's your price list? Like, so like that is the price that you charge and like, and, and so that you have that and, and, and don't put it cheap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put, put, put a price tag on, on what, what your time is worth right? so that you know when people are asking you and there's no like, you know, wondering. washy and yeah. Yeah. Just, to... just, just be clear about it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, it took a, a long time for, you know, to figure some of this stuff out and reading a lot of books when I was on tour um, instead of going out, you know, a lot of times I'd go to the thrift shops and I would, you know, buy, buy books and, and, and whatnot and just try to learn. And again, it was because I didn't have a, have a dad and I was just hungry to learn and just wanted to get wisdom and, 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 and learn this stuff. And I thought, like, you know, finally I wanted to share it because growing up in the church, I got to be honest, man, like finances was a real taboo thing. And I was scared to really write, write. And talk about stuff like this from a Christian perspective because money was always looked at evil, but it wasn't the it wasn't money that's the root of all evil, it's the love of money. Mm-hmm. And as long as you keep using your money to love people and stop using people to get money, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know? Pastor once said to me, you know, God gets it to you so he can get it through you, so mm-hmm. you can bless other people. Mm-hmm. Another guy said to me, Okay, you've got a big dream. But if it doesn't require a team, then you're not dreaming big enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm inspired. I see all the people around here that are helping with this dream. Like, it takes more than just Ryan Reese to get mm-hmm. this thing done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get big that, team. right? Big team. And so when we, when we think bigger, and it's almost being selfish by not, you know, wanting to, to dream bigger because you're impacting more people. Like, the more impact you have by partnering and not just being this – I get the whole solo entrepreneur thing and all that stuff, and we bootstrapped for a while, but – I know for me, even a lot of times I haven't grown bigger is because I'm not hiring more people or partnering with more people Mm -hmm. and growing the team so we can have more impact for God together, Mm -hmm. you know? You only have so much time and so much capacity. That's the thing. You you only have so much um, capacity. You can do so much. 
And uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. You have to. I recently hired some more people because we have a small team, but you, it's like if we don't have enough people, then I'm doing I'm doing more stuff. I tried that during the pandemic because we had to kind of downsize, you know, yeah. because we didn't know what was going on. You know, remember this thing looked like The Walking Dead. Everyone was at home. Yeah. There's a virus out. We're seeing videos of people in in, in Italy falling out. You know, people yeah. getting dragged in spacesuits in Asia. I mean, we didn't know what the heck. So we yeah. just kind of downsized and just were hunkering down, holding tight. And then you know, all of a sudden, it starts things start picking up again, and I'm like, okay, dude, this is getting a little bit too crazy. We got to get the team started yeah. expanding, yeah. and now we're booking tours again. We're doing films again. It's just happening, but it's it's but you <laughs> you can't do that unless and that, also during that time, I was looking at the budgets too. I was trying to like you know look at the budgets, cut out stuff that's you know that we can and tighten it up. So we it's it's all goes back to what you're saying. You know, at the first part of the second half of the show is like knowing, you know, that P and L knowing the budget, yeah. knowing what's going in and going out and, and knowing how to actually operate in that. Yeah. Because if not, you know, you, I mean, I could just go out and book a bunch of tours with the whosoever's and I could just pay for everything and we'll be out of business here in two months. Yeah. Or, I'm going to say, wait a minute. Hold on. Our ass is this. We have the team yeah. and we have, we, we, we will, we're going to come in with this amount, but then let's get other people, partner with other people mm-hmm. to come in where they can help finance certain things. And yeah. then we could have way more reach and reach way more people. Yeah. So, yeah. so, but that's, but you have to you know, know the basics of this stuff. Yeah. Sponsors, partnerships. Mm-hmm. And then that way you can focus on your superpower, right? Like, mm-hmm. which is your voice, your personality, and you, you, you preaching and getting out there and not doing, you know, sometimes, you know, we get caught up in doing things that we're not really called to do because we're, we, we refuse to partner with other people. It's like, oh, I can do everything. I can do everything. And you're really limiting the growth and and what you're called to do right Mm -hmm. and i again like there's certain things like i know that i shouldn't be doing that's another thing i talk about the book is like delegating smart right and and passing off those super different tasks like and that comes back to your value it's like why am i doing a task that's you know 15 12 14 dollars an hour whatever price tag when when my my time is is 40 an hour when i should be delegating a 15 dollar task to somebody else you know so i can work on higher level tasks but we don't think and we're not taught that way right yes like yes i've had i've had many conversations of this i said wait we're gonna go drop this off how much do you get paid what's gas how many hours is it going to take you to get there and back? Right. You could just ship the dang thing yeah. for less. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah. we have to look. It's all perspective. Yeah. It's all money yeah. going in. It's going out. Yeah. It's all budget. It's it's just yeah. looking at the bigger picture. And and also, like, why am I going to go deliver stuff when I should actually be, like, reading the news and reading the Bible and getting ready for a radio show? Right. Instead of me driving in a car. You know right. what I mean? It's like yeah. you got you to gotta put all that yeah. into perspective. And this is all business. This is the... This is the way you do it, and this is the way you advance. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. When you're starting up, you got to grind to get it going. Dude. But then as you grind, the the flow starts coming, and then you kind of step out, hiring some people part time, yeah. and and people that are you have to see people that are have the fire in their eye. They want to work hard. They're okay with you know um, um, coming alongside and instructing them to, to grow. But people that are just going to get it done like the Spartans, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, yeah I love that. We have 57 seconds left. Um, plug your book. 
Yeah, dude. Thanks again for having me, man. You inspire me. Uh, go to manifest.com forward slash from red to black. Um, the book's free. You just cover shipping and handling. I think it's 10 bucks in the U.S. And uh, Or just go to amazon.com or audible and uh, pick it up there. Get it there. Get, uh, download all of his music. They're on all the platforms. I'm going to plug my book, too. Uh, yeah. Kill the Noise, Finding Meaning Above the Madness. It's a faith builder. It was written in the pandemic, the, the first lockdown. And uh, it's a discipleship tool. I'm teaching the Bible all through it with life application stories that will enable you, encourage you, empower you to step out by faith and live literally that the whole reason why you're on planet Earth. And you'll never know what that purpose is until you give your life to Christ. You ask God for forgiveness and he, he fills you with the Holy Spirit. And that's when you're illuminated and that's when the power comes and that's when you live your purpose here on planet Earth. Love you, man. Peace. Dude, so good. Dude. Meet this guy. What? This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, Search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.